This is the Watchmen Podcast brought to you by Bleed TV. I'm Cash. I'm Jake. And this is Bleed TV. We are down a man, Zach, who's usually our lead focal point, so it could get a little funky here tonight. Yeah, he's the better uh, note taker and... uh... That's about it. Probably keeps us more on track, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, he, he does do a good job of keeping the uh, podcast moving forward. And if you've listened to any of our Viking stuff, you will know that we get sidetracked a little bit. But, hey, you're here along for the ride. This is the season finale, potentially series? Like we were uh, trying to figure potentially. out. Potentially. And, and also, let me, let's make a quick comment on our audio, because I know it sounds much different all of a sudden. So with Zach down with the plague, we don't have access to our normal equipment. So this time we're using a super high-end mic in a super low-end room. <laughs> so we're sorry for any of the uh, echoes or tunnels, tunnels or I, whatever it may sound, but hopefully the content will be good enough to make up for the audio. Alrighty, so now we're going to dive back into this and try to figure out, do we think that this is going to be a se- that there's going to be a season two? I know it's weird to start off like that, but I think that matters for a show like this. Yeah, um... I don't know where it would go with a season two. So, I, in a way, as, as sad as I would be to see this kind of writing and, you know, quality of show to go away, I don't see a season two. I don't see how you do it either, unless we actually just kind of true detective it and switch up and go back maybe to uh, the actual Watchmen. You know, we bring in the comedian, Night Owl. And yeah. just kind of prequel it. Go back to the Minutemen or mm-hmm. Watchmen or whoever it may be. Yeah. Or you flash forward without the cast again. Yes. But it, being a true uh, season two, I don't see how they pull it off. Yeah. It, all the credit in the world goes to these writers and uh, showrunners and everything like that. Because, I mean, they've pulled off something amazing. Um, and I would hate to see it get tainted by attempting to create another season that followed maybe even right after this i realized everybody wants to know did angela walk on water did you know you know did it all end the way it was supposed to but i feel like we would almost need a new storyline yeah and i don't see how you could get enough off of it and what you would have angela do if she is walking on water or if she isn't walking on water either way i think we were kind of talking about it after you got to focus on the kit he would become the main focal point, and I think you would have to age him up. Maybe. Um, I don't know where they would go. But, you know, the, to be honest with you, if you listen to our last podcast, they definitely they did not answer every question. They didn't answer half the questions we had. Um, but also, like, I, I think the ending that we have is very Inception, which I know Inception wasn't the first movie or anything to do this, but they did it the best, I feel like. And so they're ending it like that. And letting our discussion be the main focal point of the ending. Yeah, I think it's a lot of like leave it open for conversation. Yeah, obviously. Um, but there's still a few things we didn't get to find out who old uh, grease lightning or whatever you know, lube <laughs> silver lube silver lube. Um, we didn't. We got nothing for him. And we didn't even see Petey. No. At the end of this, last we know, he's still back in. Uh... Man, what's I can't remember his name. I don't. It's either. your favorite character, uh, Looking Glasses Looking, House. Yeah, he's back or his in bunker. bunker. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm, com- I'm. I'm confused why they didn't show that. That though, I feel like is a is another opening for another season. Though it's the thing is they left a few things open. I mean the, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Adrian getting arrested at the end. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we still have a few characters alive, obviously. Um, but I mean, the whole thing with Adrian, like if you're, if we're actually arresting him, it's just going to be a redo of what we did this first season, except it's going to be in an actual court. Like, I, I understand what you're saying, but he, he was right too, though. It's like, if anybody finds out about Robert Redford's presidency, then the world goes into chaos again. Oh yeah. Well, because then they'll know that there is no extraterrestrial force. Right. And the next time someone tries to pull it, they, like if it was a real scare... No one would believe it. You know, it would just be like the crying wolf too many times. Yeah, true. Absolutely. And so I wouldn't even know how you would bring the uh, world together after something like that. I agree. Um, So the fact that they actually did commit to arresting him is kind of a scary thing. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I'll be curious. Well, I say that. It's like, I'll be curious. I won't be curious. Because I don't know if they're going to do another season or what the plan is on this necessarily. Um, and if all these people will sign on to come on for another season, you know, I don't really know. Um, I mean, I don't think anyone's too, outside of uh, Regina King, I don't see anyone really doing anything else. So No, there's multiple characters that I don't see on anything else. Uh, I mean, Jeremy Irons is a pretty big uh, name that, I would see him coming back because he's not in anything else as far as I can tell. No. Although this could resurrect more stuff for him because he did such I hope a good it job. does. Um, but yeah, I, as far as the episode's concerned, did, were you a, was this a satisfying finale for you? I think so. Not in the way I thought it was going to be. You know, I feel like it was, it was the episode I needed, not the episode I deserved kind of thing. But I was entertained the entire way throughout. It answered a lot of the questions that we had and a lot of uh, fan theories that have been thrown out at us. I know last week, Zach was telling us about all the emails we had about how the the statue statue was actually him. And comes to find out, it was. Yeah, Completely cool how she did it and everything. Absolutely. We had been wondering what Lady True's origin was and everything. We have this fantastic thing. Nice opening sequence. Yeah. And like you and me are sitting there like, oh, that's Lady True. You know, she's walking back through this and everything. And there's like, no, Ray on you first. That's her mom. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Which also, how does that man not have cameras in his office? Or or like any kind of protocol. It's just like, I don't know. You'd think the world's smartest man would have a better security system. Yeah. Or just, you know, not expect anybody to... Or just hubris, you know, not assu- you know, just unassuming. Like I, I have it all figured out. Yeah, no, best answer right there. Uh, just the hubris to not have to worry. But so that was cool. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be Lady True necessarily, because we didn't think she necessarily had anything to do with the whole Manhattan power stealing thing. No, but they as soon as you find out that she is stealing it, there's enough. Writing, they were like it hits you like a ton of bricks. Like, oh, she really did plan this and everything by seeing all of her technology and everything, realizing what the clock was, um, kind of setting the cavalry into motion. But you know, I look, I still look at things like she buys those people's property, and then you see something blue fly out of the sky, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what was that? We, I, I don't know. We still have no idea. No clue. Um, and there's, maybe there's fans out there going, no dummies, it was this. I, off the top of my head, cannot think of what it is. Um, 
unless it's no, I I wouldn't even think it was the spacecraft that picked up Adrian. Adrian, I, I don't think so. At least it didn't look like it to me. Well, yeah, there's no reason why it would be able to make that perfect of a landing on Jupiter's moon, and then not be able to yeah. do a nice, beautiful landing too. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, like we said, we didn't get anything for the you know silver lube. Um, of course, we were happy to see you know what's going on with Looking Glass. Mm-hmm. We all pretty much called it that he would be involved. Totally thought he would be involved in saving the day. Really, he was involved in just getting zapped into another place. And yeah, there was really no purpose of him. Well, no. I mean, what's nice is he didn't die. Yes, but um, we knew he hadn't died yet, and everything. True. Well, yeah, I know. I agree. But what I'm saying is, he didn't die in the episode. Okay. No. Um, no. I was happy with that. I, honestly, I thought he was going to at least waste the senator or something. Um, but he was playing it smart. She's like, just shoot him now. He's like, and then what? Yeah. Um, and we were hoping for a Judd... Um, redemption. Redemption moment. I don't know if he gets one or not. Like, I mean, I don't... I don't... Unless it comes in the next season, and I don't know why they would... Go back to this Go back anything. to it. Um, but... It meant from what it looks like, it looked like he was just a part of it, just like everybody else. Okay. And when, and when he says, I'm trying to help you people, it could be he's just following along with the plan of the senator. Like, he wants to be blue. He wants to fix everything. Yeah. You know. Maybe uh, he was told, like, hey, once I become Dr. Manhattan, I'm going to do all of this. And then there's going to be equality. You know, he spun it in a good way. Any politician is going to be able to spin it. I just can't see it with, the, uh, with how gung-ho his wife was. I mean... She was all about it. Yeah. There's no way that Judd isn't, at least partially, if not more so than partially, yeah. all about it as well. I mean, it, it, and then the fact that he lied about what happened to Abar that night, you know, he knew that oh, he that had been true. teleported now. Now we know that. that uh, so yeah, there's no redemption for Judd. Yeah. As soon as you put that out there like that. Yeah, that's one thing I, I can say is that, you know I was hoping for it, but I don't I don't think it's the case anymore. Um, a lot of this is like, which how about the first teleport? So, what, I don't know about you. I didn't realize they had been teleported at first. You had told me you had asked like, "Hey, what happened to the roof?" And I was like, "I think it just disappeared." But oh no, she had made it to where they teleported everybody. Yeah, to one of her spots. What she had created was a teleportation, by allowing them to steal the technology to do what they wanted to do was to set it up for herself Mm -hmm. which was teleporting it to a certain spot where they had all those things already set up and ready to rock um yeah this was crazy uh it freaked me out at first because i was like what the hell happened to the roof yeah we're in a completely different spot yeah but i don't know i i was really surprised and then just seeing because like as soon as it happens i was like oh like i knew he hadn't been made into dr manhattan yet and everything but it was like something and then you just see everyone start puking, and it was like a flashbang grenade had gone off. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I was a little, I wouldn't say underwhelmed, but I was just surprised at the way they ended certain things. So when Judd's wife is like, just do it, you know, she's giving her speech and stuff. He's mm-hmm. like, you're going to kill us. And she's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then they just lower those, whatever those purple beams are, and people just evaporate. I was like, hmm. I'm not was really expecting, satisfying. I was expecting something a little more satisfying. 
Maybe that's just a horrible thing that I enjoy, but... I mean, I think part of it was I watched uh, Six Underground last night, and there is no lack of blood. Yeah. And um, so, like, after we had gotten all the magnets and stuff, we see Senator come up, come out as a literal pool of jelly blood. Just goo. Yeah. yeah. Um, I expected to see just six or seven of her guards come out and just spray them all down. And so seeing them just... Not even piles of dust. Like we, I mean, we don't even go the Marvel route. No, they just go puff. And then some, there's a few articles of clothing, you but see, that's it. Like, just like dust pop out. You know, that's about it. It was more like the um, uh, War of the Worlds style thing. Yeah. But, which, uh, talk about getting rid of Cyclops and everything. Like, no trace that they ever existed yeah, from here on out. I, I guess my biggest surprise on this, because they have not been afraid to show violence in this this season, was that... That, and then the frozen squid coming down. When one shoots through her hand, you're like, oh, this is about to be gnarly. And as Adrian said, they're going to rain down like a Gatling gun. Gatling gun. Which, uh, what was the Tom Cruise uh, Samurai movie? Last Samurai. Last Samurai. If you ever watch that show or movie, you see the damage that a Gatling gun does. Oh, absolutely. And then, like you said, we see that first squid come through her hand. It was like, oh... This is about to get... Puts a two-inch hole, two-inch diameter hole through her hand. Which also, showing, painting the camera through her hand and seeing all the different levels yeah. that are in it, fantastic. It was excellent. But the only thing was, I was expecting now all the police officers and other people standing around to start being annihilated. Oh, yeah. By frozen squid. I mean, I'm expecting Swiss cheese just everywhere. 100% thought that Red Scare and whoever the other chick's name is... Instant death. ...to be pummeled with these things. And it would be sad because, you know, I hate to see them die, but it's like falling like just nasty hail, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we see it penetrate through cars. It's penetrating through cars. You see a couple of cops go down. Mm-hmm. And we see later on several of them died. But I just was expecting carnage. I Everybody. Guess. Yeah. I mean, this takes down, I guess, the centrifuge that was above her. Yeah. I mean, it just keeps peppering it, basically. To but look. it doesn't go through the, ceil- the roofs of some of these buildings and everything. Well, as far as we could tell. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, the theater was A-OK. So, I mean, I'm going to assume like none of the other buildings were able to have anything penetrate through it. Which, those roofs aren't a whole lot. I mean, if you have these frozen squid coming down at what, like eighty miles an hour, full velocity of you know from that atmospheric yeah you know, height, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just you know, it was just flawed, like as we had said, or it just wasn't what we expected. Oh yeah, I think that's all it was. I was just expecting it to be gnarly. Yeah, and it ended up being a little, I guess, tamer than I wanted. Um, but I mean, it, it was cool that you know to have the flashback and everything. She was like. But you haven't innovated. You know, that was 20 years ago. You're still doing the same thing. And Adrian, being who he is, instantly gets upset and was able to just do a little minor switch. Yeah. And it completely revolutionized what he was doing. And the theme, I guess, apparently of this episode and maybe of the whole thing is like people who can do more should do more, you know? Because, I mean, you think about it. When True came up to Adrian and was talking mm-hmm. to him, she patronized him before creating the squid and then for 20 years just kind of doing the same thing over again. You know, just getting by almost. Yeah. Like you could do more. 
Well, because she's talking about just getting rid of all nuclear weapons. She's talking about like trying to create a utopia, annihilating everything that can be possibly bad, I guess you'd say. Um, but then you also get at the end uh, with Reeves saying, you know, he was a really good guy. But he could have done more. But he could have done more. But I mean, he could have. And, you know, it was, but it was, it was constantly brought up that, you know, people with the power could have done more to stop something. And, I mean, we're always going to feel this way about people with power and everything. They, they can never do enough, which I understand that always being wrong and everything. I'm just upset with him. There's no way he had to die. Like, I mean, I just can't fathom in a place where he already knew this was going to happen and he couldn't just get out of the way of all of it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we know he can teleport. You're telling me in that instant he couldn't have just gone to the Jupiter but you I could have gone to Mars. Like, I mean, I know you don't have the answer. It's just like, it's frustrating. It's hard because they show him use his power to teleport three other people somewhere else. Instant through like, blood. If you have that power, why not remove yourself? Or when you're teleporting those three people while you're touching the blood, teleport yourself with them. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I am surprised. They, Maybe you want to tell me he's trapped in the cage and everything. They get a little wishy-washy with his powers. Mm-hmm. Because he can do whatever he wants. Anything he yeah. wants. So it's like, it's a little surprising to see that he could even be caged in any form or fashion. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Which we learned about the watch batteries. <laughs> that that's why they were collecting, but they had to melt them down to make his cage. Like, Genius. that's a shitload of watch batteries. Approximately a zillion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a shitload. Um, Which yeah. also, like, uh, the senator, that was a really good bad guy monologue and everything. Oh, no, he was doing excellent work. Excellent work. Um, like whereas said, the crazy blue underwear, I mean, the, <laughs> the black underwear, whatever like that. Um, like, all this stuff, I, that's the thing. How the, it all comes together, right? The closing of the circle. You know, where you find out who started what and how mm-hmm. it all worked out. You know, you find out True is like the mastermind. Putting all the pieces in yeah, place. Which became like obvious as soon as the epi- episode started and everything, I think. Right, and you, you end up finding out, too, that Reeves had a lot to do with this. You know, Reeves and the senator, you know, finding out that Reeves already knew well in the past. Well, he, only because of the weird Dr. Manhattan thing that uh, Angela ended up telling Reeves, which is how he knew. Right, and Angela came, I mean, Reeves came to Tulsa. Tulsa to end, but he, he came to True originally, though, to help get rid of Cyclops. Okay. And in, in turn, giving her... Manhattan. Manhattan. Which Manhattan had planned from the start. Crazy. Yeah, time travel. Makes people, your head spin. Like, makes your head just As lose. soon as you try to figure it out, you can't. I, I would say 99% of everything just makes sense as far as like how things came together. Yeah, but as soon as you um, try to dig into it, your, your brain might start to shit all over you. You'll end up like the senator. Yeah. Um, so I like that everything came together. I think At least I, all the main plot points. The main day. plot was uh, well closed, mm-hmm. I guess you'd say. Um, once we, we agree. Manhattan has enough power. I'm surprised anything was able to destroy him or capture him or anything like that. Um, it's almost like he wanted to die. I think so. 
I would say it was more along those lines than anything else. Yeah, tired boss, dog tired. You know what I mean? Like like the main did create life. Yeah, he's been dealing with everything. He, you know, he experiences life nonstop in every moment. And which, um, oh my God, how about when Adrian's leaving and the warden, game warden actually shoots him? <laughs> you know, we're having this. Wonderful moment after he stabbed him with a horseshoe. <laughs> was that where the adversary? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was no. just like, my God. But you sure did put on a show. <laughs> I was like, God. That was the most brutal thing I'd heard. Like, Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't have a... He doesn't have that in him. He doesn't have that filter. No. Goes back to hubris and everything. Yeah, it's, just like, it's just not there. I mean, I love it. He's like, you know, it takes the smartest man in the world. I'm the smartest woman in the world. You know what I mean? It's like all this stuff. And, you know, I've never... <laughs> He's never laid with a woman, because you know, that's a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. and uh, Just like Alexander the Great. Oh, that, is that Alexander the Great? Yeah. So. With uh, all of your excitement behind it and everything, I forgot what she called your it. Your frozen cum behind <laughs> it is what she said. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm trying to think whether or not I was satisfied. And I think I was. Um, I mean, just off of, it's weird. It was like being full off of a bowl of soup or something. You're like, you know what? I really don't need anything else. I feel good. I'm full. Yeah. You know, I'm, I guess that's a, that's a very good analogy for it, I feel like. Because it's like, you know, you feel like you could pick at something else. Like if the food was in front of you, you could pick at something. Because like, you want to know about Grease Lightning, dude. Yeah. You want to know what the blue thing that flew out of the sky with. They really didn't explain, as far as I can tell. Um... There's, there's like little minor things. You want to know if Angela actually walked on water or not. Um, I, I want to know if she becomes Dr. Manhattan or if she, she's just getting his memories and stuff. Like, how's that mix working? I, I don't know. Could she have given that to a dead person and then all of a sudden that brings him back to life as him? Like, I mean, there's so many side dishes, desserts, and things that I'd love to know. But she's like, you know what? This was a fantastic nine-episode run, which also, such an odd choice number of nine. Yeah, nine, you know. Especially with how HBO does things, you know, is nine being the penultimate episode, and then ten just being, you know, here's your wrap-up. But I wouldn't say that this season had any fluff. They gave you what they wanted to give you, and they didn't give you any more than they wanted to give you. Yes. So it's like, you get nine episodes, you don't get a stretched-out ten because oh we could we could fill ten episodes. No, it's we give you nine holy good episodes, mm-hmm. and that's what you get. And then like this is this is what we're always talking about with great good and great writing is because some of those episodes that you think are filler and fluff all wrap up in the end. And yeah, we'll complain about them a little bit in the moment, but we don't fully bash them because we're like let's see how the writing does. Because like yeah. when you spend a whole episode, when you only have nine, on Hooded Justice and his origin story. Yeah, his whole, you know, up. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't sit right. But then when we get here and he's like, so you did take my pills. And all of that. Just for that one scene alone, it the, makes it. The, that was for the moral mm-hmm. of the story, basically. His whole tale was mirrored, you know, through Angela, basically. Um and also to say things like, I didn't. I wore the mask, and that feeling I got wasn't anger. It was fear. It was fear. 
and uh, heartbreak and you know pain and stuff like that. So it was it was like this neat way of like showing you the the moral of the story, I guess. I mean, or whatever you know, because we, we, like I said, we touched on a few of them. It's like he says, you know, anybody that wants to be God should be eliminated. Couldn't Adrian, like when he said that, it was like, man, really couldn't agree more. And it's like one of those things of, I don't ever agree with somebody who said God told them something. Because it always aligns with what they've always wanted. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's one of those things. And, and another thing of saying, and, and, you know, play on whatever, you know, religious background you have or about that. But it's like, a lot of people that have issues with religion, it's like, well, why doesn't he do more? You know, why is there suffering? You know, why is there, you know, hurt and yeah. pain in the world if he's all-powerful, right? You know, any God, whatever, whoever it is you believe in or worship, whatever the case may be, it's like people are always going to have a problem with you, especially if they've gone through pain and tragedy in their life because mm-hmm. they're always going to say, well, I prayed too or, you know, whatever it was. I worship too. Why didn't he help me? And it's almost the same thing with True in this point, too. It's like, well, he could have done more. Should have done more. You know, she's like, I'm going to come in and I'm going to fix everything. You know, it's like Bruce Almighty. Get rid of these diseases. Get rid of this. Everybody wins the lottery. You know, everybody that wants it, they get it. You know what I'm saying? And you realize... That's one of the best scenes in a movie. This is just a joke movie and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, as soon as everyone does it, then they win, like, what, 13 cents? Yeah, that one's like uh, $8 or something like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a... Uh, I, I think it's cool. I think it plays on a lot of different storylines yeah. and a lot of different meanings. You know, every character even has a little bit of different meaning behind it. Uh, I mean, you got to think the freedom that, like, Looking Glass is going to feel now, knowing that all that stuff was just a hoax, and he can, I don't know, like, not be, because <laughs> this is all a giant conspiracy, so he's still going to be that guy, conspiracy theory. Well, it, it could even double down to being worse, because since he is such a huge conspiracy guy, and now that he knows that the president's only president because of uh, Vite, he knows that extraterrestrial life form isn't really real, but Dr. Manhattan is, and so like there's a lot to feed into him both ways. Yeah. But I just like, you know, where where characters ended. Oh, absolutely. I thought there was going to be more about, you know, uh, Blake and seeing Manhattan about to die. Well, but and she, seeing that he really does love Angela. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I expected that to tear into her more. Great moment. Great moment where he's like, she's like, where are you? Come back. And he's like, I'm in every moment we've ever spent together. And it's just like, and then they're showing all the flashes and stuff. Yeah. It's like, damn good, damn good moment. Well, not even sure. be, right before that, it was like, why didn't you send me away? I didn't want to die alone. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, oh my man. God. Just tugging on those heartstrings tugging a little bit more. Them, tugging on them. So, props to all the actors, actresses, everybody that was in the show. I mean, they, they did a phenomenal job. Um, but one minor thing that just bothered me, and I don't know why, but was it a different blue? When he was in the uh, bar when they first met in Vietnam versus like the last two episodes when he's actually it? Or is it just because of the mask that I'm thinking it looked better when they were in the bar? I think it was just more or less uh, like cleaner. 
Like when when he comes out and he's like in the cage and stuff like that, he doesn't. He actually looks like he's. Um, it looks like they just rolled paint on him. He does. It looks like cracked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's something that maybe they did it on purpose to make it look like he's showing cracks. Okay. Like a, 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 he's weakened like, a little bit. Because um, the cage, remember he says he's like I, I can't keep myself together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's like he's having a problem. Um, so maybe it was on purpose. I, I understand what you're saying. It was always hard to see him in like his normal form, where he looks he's like he's just been spray painted. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it was always going to be difficult to do. You don't want to make him look like they did in the movie, where he looks like a, a, a giant blue zapper, or a something. big blue being of some kind <laughs> that's always glowing and carrying on. And so, but in this, know. I you know, I'm just like. It's tough to do. It was just because, like, when I first saw him in the bar and everything, and it might just because they had that mask, so it doesn't look like you can see skin pores and everything. It just looks so crisp and clean and everything. But also remember, when we see him in the bar, he's not Cal. He's True. a different human being altogether. And so that maybe because we already know what he looks like when he's not blue and stuff, that that affects I was his... the thing. I think he was almost like a smooth, you know... Like almost expressionless person at okay. that point. Or maybe they're just saying, no, this is what they... It used to be a white man named John, and then they made him look totally different when they made him Cal, and it just looks the difference between the two. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't see him anymore not in Cal's skin. True. Even in blue, he's still Cal. In King's Cal's skin. Yeah. So, okay. I see what you're saying, though. I did. I did notice... It looks different. It was always weird to see him on there. It's always weird to just see him walking around or doing anything. Yeah. I mean, seeing someone blue just... And the, and the fact is, the more... like That's the other thing, too. He was in a suit. You just saw blue hands. You know, it was, yeah. it was just more toned down. When you see him in all his glory, fully blue, fully nude, it's like... I don't know. It's like it's hard to... It's hard to break that reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? So more... this, this show was tried to base... Mostly based in some form of reality. Like, they try it. But there's too much supernatural shit going on, so it's like... But that's but the really, biggest But really, he's one. like the only supernatural thing in the show, in all reality. I mean, probably the rain squids as well, but... Yeah, but that's, like, shown why that's uh, yes. why that's happened. The smartest man in the world, and that makes sense. <laughs> like, he can create something that does nonsense like that. So, uh, more famous blue person. Dr. Manhattan or the Blue Man Group? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that contest. Yeah, yeah, that was a rage on Twitter too. By the way, what was they started showing? You know, the, a couple episodes when they, you actually see Cal, you know, mm-hmm. fully blue and stuff like that. They were like, you know, the the classic meme that's going around. I'm gonna tell my kids this was a blue man group. because um, <laughs> oh. it is. <laughs> they're painted this. He looks painted blue. You know, so um, it's difficult, but. I don't know. I don't know what to talk about necessarily. Um, I mean, going I think forward, we uh, discovered that Lady True's name is not D, or has anything to do with D. Oh yeah, save me, daughter. That that was a big moment. Um, and I mean, like you have that thing is like I'll never call you daughter and everything, and then he actually took the time, yeah, to uh, find a way to lay their bodies, which we found out why he was murdering them all for. Yes, yes. So yeah, he just remembered that she said. Five years from now, at this time, my probe will be going past Europa and take a photo. I'll prove that Manhattan's there. Turns out, it proves he's there. Yep. Um, and he was no longer there. 
And so, wait, it was 2008 when they had that conversation, right? So then that probe took the photos in 2013? I think so. And I then, guess. Yeah. And then he's been a golden wait. statue, you know, for a little while. Because once again, it took five years for him to come back. So now we're talking 2018. And then we're in present time. 2019. Holy cow. A year later, you know, she's <laughs> dethawing him and uh, going to take Manhattan's power. The uh, newspaper guy. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh my. Doing some Tarzan type shit. Yeah, I love it. It was like, no one really cares. That's old news. Oh, yeah, because it was a decade, 10 years ago. Yep, that's so right. then boom. Yeah, perfect timing, actually. Yeah, man. I, I feel like the, we just watched a like historical moment of television you know, those nine episodes. I mean, that was really extremely well done. Yeah. It's weird how every episode felt like they had wrote it that week because it always touched on some kind of current event feel. They did do a really good job of putting current events into this show. Yeah. That was recorded, I got to assume, like a year ago. I, you have to think so. They're just saying you have to have massive editing, massive special effects work, all that stuff. So, the fact that they hit on a bunch of stuff that made sense a year later and, like, hit really close to home, I mean, it's... Really impressive. Very impressive. And so, David Lindelof, all, you know, caps off to you, brother. So, then coming in from... I want to say what we expected before the series started. I We had no idea what to expect. We were still trying to decide if it was going to be... Anything to do with the movie. The movie. It did not. And... So, like... Where we started to where we are now, how do you feel about the show? Uh, I'm extremely impressed with what they did, because they went way away from what I was expecting. Especially even the way the first episode starts, learning about the mask on the cop, how mm-hmm. he can't get his gun out, you know, how he gets gunned down for the lettuce truck, and I mean, you just assume that this show is going to go one direction, and it goes way the other way. Yeah. You find out that the cavalry stuff is like, yes, it's 100% integral to the whole thing. But not really. But really, they were just the dumb stepping stones to the whole plot. They were just pure cannon fodder. Absolutely. They were... They didn't have a single idea to themselves or anything. They were there just to create... um, a fake bad guy, so yeah, Manhattan strife. never knew that lady yeah. was struck coming. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. Uh, well done. Extremely well done. Um, lady True was even smarter and more vicious than I could have even imagined. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love Regina King. I think she nailed it. The soundtrack throughout this entire series. Every time she comes on the screen as, you know... Sister Knight and stuff like that was badass. You know her her music that they were always playing. Um, you're right. You know the, even the end of this. Like you said, uh, so obviously we're gonna get like a end credit scene or anything. I was like, even if we don't, I'm happy just because I haven't heard this song in forever and didn't know. Like hearing I am the Walrus, you don't know that you want to hear it, but as soon as it plays, you're like, oh my god, I want to hear the song. But how hilarious! The episode <laughs> title is "See How They Fly." Mm-hmm. We assume it's talking about the squid flying as a Gatling gun towards them. True. Turns out it's more of a line in I Am the Walrus, which is also says, I am the Eggman. Egg Are you kidding me right now? He transfers his powers to the egg. 
He is the eighth allegedly. man. I mean, all this stuff. Uh, yeah, I know. Allegedly. But I'm just saying, still. Yeah. I mean, could they have nailed it anymore? It's so weird. Well, and how they, they layer, because it was like, what, three episodes ago when they're sitting down in the bar and everything? He's holding an egg, talking about it and everything. It's like something organic and small. Yeah. And he cracks it into his drink and chugs it. Yeah. Or maybe his uh, empty glass. I don't remember. I, yeah. I just remember beer. Yeah. All I'm, all I'm saying is... And so like, they laid that groundwork three episodes beforehand. And I would love to know, once again, another chicken for the egg conundrum thing that like, they talked about in the show is... Did that song come first? Oh, and then, 100%. And then the idea of the egg stuff and everything else come after? 100% song came first. I would assume, right? Yeah. Like, like th- was Lindelof listening to that song or one of the writers and was like, oh, I got an idea. Oh, we God. should write the Watchmen based on this. You know what I mean? Like, it just floors me. I always, I'm always interested in that process. Like, who came up with the fact that, you know, the Eggman would, would fit in so see perfectly. how they fly would fit in all the stuff. I'm like, oh, this is weird. Which also, as soon as I saw the title, I thought we were going to be seeing pigs fly. Like, Absolutely. I assumed it had to do with pigs or with the bodies he was flinging around or something, you know. And it, no, it just happened to do. It with was the. I'm, I I assume it means it's talking about the squid, but it maybe just talking about the song. I'm no going idea. with song now. Yeah, I mean, it all lines up so nicely. I just might as well say song. But uh, man, we can't thank all of y'all for listening to us for these past nine weeks and everything and thank you especially feedback feedback the likes the listens the emails it's always a pleasure talking to everybody positive reviews yep much Uh, needed much loved and just the support because I mean in last week y'all blew us out of the water yeah like I mean whatever reason and I hope it's just because somebody told you or you know we hope word of mouth obviously but maybe it our algorithm shot up a little better and y'all all started to notice it, but we had way more downloads for last week. And so fast. So thank you all so much. And hopefully you're going to listen to this one, the last episode. And hopefully we, we get a season two because it's a show that we're really enjoying and hoping that we can come back to. Uh, I mean, any of these shows that are so heady and we get to have actually like mysteries and have these conversations and reading into every little fine detail. Does that really matter? Is it supposed yeah. to... Water cooler talk. You yeah. know, I mean, something that happened before streaming. Yeah. You know, we still love these shows with anticipation, one week build up, let's craft a few things and go from there. Yeah. But uh, I think next on the docket we have The Outsider. I think that's the plan as of now. Um, it's going to start about mid-January. But Me. I'd also love any emails or whatever, tweets... Facebook messages, I don't care, however it works, just to say, hey, have you guys seen this show coming up? You know, maybe a cool show. I'm I'm down for any suggestions. We'll definitely look into it. And if we decide not to do it, we'll still get back to you and tell you the reasons why. Yeah. Um, Because I I love it. We're definitely, we watch pretty much everything that y'all have suggested. Yeah, it's a lot. Like Jake said, we end up going back watching and we'll send you an email. It might be out of the blue and everything, but... You know, we appreciate the suggestions, and we just like knowing what other people are watching. Yeah, absolutely. And, and here's the thing, too. The streaming services are absolutely creating a new market of television. Excellent stuff. And I am aware that The Witcher is coming out, and I would love to podcast it. But to tell you the truth, the bulk binge episodes that Netflix does, very difficult to podcast. So, if you're planning on 
<laughs> you know, suggesting The Witcher, I'm definitely going to watch it. We're all definitely going to watch it. Yeah. And we'll probably do a... But did you see the photo I sent you of Henry Cavill? Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Jacked. Is he even a human being at this point anymore? It pisses me off. I don't like him. Like, that dude is huge. Um, but yeah. So, please. Suggestions. You know, keep up the, the contact. We'll... We'll try to keep everybody updated on the next show that we're going to cover or shows, whatever. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at Bleed TV Podcast, Facebook at Bleed TV Podcast, along with uh, Zach Bleed TV is another one. Uh, no cage is Z A C. Bleed TV Podcast at Gmail if you want to send us any emails. And then you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google, and anywhere, Apple iTunes. If you can download us, we're there. Yeah, please, with the positive reviews, uh, comments, whatever you got, it's all massively appreciated. And then uh, just keep a lookout for us, as since we are on this new hosting site and everything, the next podcast will be called The Outsider. We're going to keep it nice and simple, have that. Make sure you're looking for it, and make sure it says By Blee TV Podcast. Yeah, our logo will always be somewhere in the corner of the cover image, so... Um, keep a lookout for it, man. Until the next time, I'm Jake. I'm Cash, and Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, any other holiday in between, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you choose to celebrate, may it be merry. Yeah, and good luck for the next year. <laughs>